Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. Tampa police on the hunt for a killer after the shooting deaths of three people in 10 days. We will hunt this son of a down until we find them. The three victims gunned down less than half a mile apart. I can't believe my son is gone. Tampa's mayor doing what he can to reassure the public saying that they've added a thousand streetlights to the Seminole Heights neighborhood and that they won't stop until that killer is caught. Nobody comes into our house and does this. Not now, not ever. Authorities pouring over grainy surveillance video for clues, looking at this person of interest walking alone, wearing a hood on the night of the first killing. I need that Seminole Heights community to stand up and I need them to point out who that man is. You guys go hunt him down and bring his head to me. After the Tampa serial killer claims another victim, now police actually going through the streets on mounted patrol, trying to protect the innocent and stop the serial killer who has been stalking the city, paralyzing the city. Why? Why can't this guy be caught? He does a murder for so far shoots the person dead in public, and walks away. He doesn't even run. Why can't he be caught? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us, with me, 
investigative reporter Meredith Sinsulo on the scene in Tampa, WFLA. Alexis Terezchuk, Radar Online investigative reporter. Cheryl McCollum, director of the Cold Case Institute. And Dr. Tiffany Sanders, renowned psychologist, joining us out of Chicago. First to Meredith Sinsulo with WFLA in Tampa. Meredith, police are now walking the streets 24-7 on mounted horse explain. That's right. This is the latest development in terms of police saturation of the area. Mounted patrols added to the streets over the weekend. They will be visible for the next several weeks. We now have cruisers from Florida Highway Patrol supplementing along with all of the other agencies, both national and local, that have been canvassing the area searching for this serial killer. Just over the weekend, the fourth victim, Ronald Felton, 60 years old, was laid to rest. He was murdered on November 14th, the fourth victim. These murders stretching back to October 9th. And right now there is a $100,000 reward for information that can lead to the capture of this killer. Tampa police telling me more than 1,100 tips have come in so far. But right now, they're just working off of that one witness description that they have, as well as surveillance camera video from the night of the first and fourth murders, that fourth murder of Ronald Felton, showing what appears to be a tall, slender African-American or light-skinned African-American um, person seen at the scene, seen running from the scene. We do know that all four victims were killed with gunshots, most likely from behind. This person is sneaking up on their victims. It is believed that the killer is from the Seminole Heights area because of the ease in which this person has been able to escape the crime scenes and hide out. And again, this area is completely saturated. The night of the fourth murder there were law enforcement officers just seconds away. And that's what is leading investigators to believe that this person is right under our noses, but no one is coming forward with information. So this reward keeps going up, hoping that someone will crack and someone will provide tips. But right now, I think this community just feels like it's a waiting game for the next murder. There was about a one-month gap in between the third and fourth murders, and people sort of seemed to relax a little bit. But but now, it's when is this person going to strike? When is this going to happen again? And it's very likely because we still don't have anyone being questioned and held as a suspect in these murders. You know, this last victim, as Meredith Sinsulo was telling us, has been laid to rest in the last hours. He is remembered as a, quote, Superman of service. He was gunned down by the Tampa serial killer targeting that same Seminole Heights neighborhood. And he was just remembered in the last hours by family and friends gathered around his casket, draped with white flowers and violet ribbons attached, a blanket of flowers. And he was hailed as caring, caring for other people. The supervisor at a food bank was there. And he said, I was a supervisor, but he was the one in charge. Everybody came to him. Everybody looked up to him. Felton has a twin brother, Reggie, who says, if you have a heart, please turn yourself in. That's all we want. I can tell you right now, this guy is not going to turn himself in. I know that for a fact.
You know, what's interesting to Alexis Terezchuk joining me along with Meredith Sinsulo and Dr. Tiffany Sanders and Cheryl McCollum. Alexis, many people have argued or hypothesized that because there was a delay before the last killing, that there is no pattern. But I disagree with that. I think that many serial killers have weeks or even longer delays between murders. You're absolutely right. They do. And the thing is that this guy, he only waited a month. And that shows, and they, the police have actually said that the second murder and this, this latest one, the fourth one, are connected. So the, the, the three weeks between it, the month, that's, that's not a big gap. This guy is still out for blood. And I think that it, it's very scary that it's happening right in the neighborhood at the bus stop. And it's, it's a deliberate target that he's picking. You know, that, that gives me a question. Meredith Sinsulo joining us on the scene, WFLA in Tampa. Meredith, this uh, last victim that was gunned down, was he getting off a bus or did he drive and park? We know he did not drive. Um, he was known to um, use a bike in that area when he would go to and from the food bank. His bike was actually located at the food bank there, chained up. Um, but it, it, he may have been going to meet someone at the bus stop. From a witness account, he was walking across the road back toward the food bank when he was shot and killed. We also know that he had been on the phone with a brother of his who was coming to meet him at the food bank, and that brother was riding a bus to get there. So there is certainly a bus stop connection there are multiple bus stops along this stretch of roadway. As far as we know, though, he was walking in the middle of the road, either to or from the other side of the road, perhaps a bus stop, but it sounds like he was going to meet someone rather than take that actual bus himself because his bike was found at the scene. You know, Dr. Tiffany Sanders, a psychologist joining us out of Chicago, it's so hard to take in that one moment your life is fine and literally the next moment it's changed forever and I've talked about this many times with Alexis and Cheryl Tiffany I, I will in fact I'm thinking of it right now the day that I walked into a statistics exam and I came out of the exam in undergrad and the sky was blue and the sun was shining and I was happy and it was beautiful. I remember that. And I was walking across campus and paused at the student union to call the library where I worked to tell them my exam had run 30 minutes, 20 minutes long and I was en route and they told me to call my fiance's sister. And I knew right then that Keith was dead. I, I just knew. And he was. He had been murdered. And that changed the course of events for the rest of my life. And I don't like to think back on it. And and just recently, and I've talked a lot to Alexis and Cheryl about this, um, everything was fine. It what we Everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving. And my dad had some congestion in his lungs, and they wanted him to go in the hospital. And I'm the one that encouraged him to go in the hospital. And... I, I don't know why they did this. They flooded his body with fluids to make his kidney work better, and he essentially drowned in the congestion in his lungs. And one day everything was fine, and the next day my dad was gone. And I'm thinking about these victims' families. We now have four 
dead people. It's so much worse, Dr. Tiffany, when it's violent crime. I can't really explain it. It's not only do you have to deal with the loss of the one you love the most, your world, but then you have to deal with the fact that someone intentionally did this thing for no reason, random. It's just, it's almost too much to take in, Dr. Tiffany Sanders. Yeah, Nancy, it's it's so heartbreaking to hear your story about your your fiance and your dad, and and just to think about anyone who is a a victim of violent crime, and one where you lose your loved one, the the grief is overwhelming, the anger, the frustration, uh, you know, wishing that you could go back in time and and redo that chain of events that may have led up to that killing, um, maybe tell your brother, hey, don't go that way or go this way or don't take that bus route. And it, these shoulda, woulda, coulda play, up, play in your head all day long, and it, it causes more anxiety. It can lead to depression, and, and it, it can't stop because someone insisted on taking another person's life, and they had no right to do that. Their lack of empathy, their lack of remorse, because even after the first or second killing, they know the pain that the loved ones are going through. Yet they still decide to commit this level of crime, this violent act. And so you have to wonder what type of person will do that in broad daylight or come up from behind an innocent person who cannot defend themselves. So it's, it's egregious. It's heartbreaking. Um, it's horrific to know. And, and I hope that the police do get this person because he's, he's causing domestic terrorism in the minds of people. He is paralyzing a community. And the fact also Dr. Tiffany, and I'll throw this to you, Meredith. Uh, Meredith Sinsula joining us from WFLA uh, Tampa TV. Meredith, the, the thing is that now I'm afraid people are going to, just as they did before, get lulled into a sense of complacency. Because this whole thing started October 9 when a young guy, 22-year-old Benjamin Mitchell, shot dead. Two days later, so they didn't know it was a serial killer yet. 32-year-old Monica Hoffa. Shot dead. She was the one that was the apple of her parents' eye. Her mom is deaf, and she would interpret for her mother. October 19, I see time pa- just a little bit of time passes there. Not much. Anthony Naboa, 20 years old, killed after he took the wrong bus home from his new job. He just happened to be in the Seminole Heights area. Now, a month passes, and Ronald Felton is gunned down. And in those few weeks... People were lulled into a sense of complacency. I don't want that to happen again, Meredith. Right. You know, what's what's interesting and sad at the same time is in that three and a half weeks, um, people did start to go on as if, okay, this is done. They actually painted a giant mural in honor of the first three victims thinking, this is it. You know, let's remember these people. And that mural was not finished more than a day or two when this fourth murder happened. Um, and that's, that's, that's really sad. I, I don't know was the killer seeing this and, and thought, Hey, wait a minute, I'm, I'm still here, you know, or was there some reason why he couldn't get back out on the streets and, and, and commit another crime in in that three and a half weeks, we just don't know. Well, I know this, I guarantee you, he is sitting back watching all of the coverage, probably listening to this on Sirius XM 132. Take a listen to what the police chief has to say. If you recall, this was the video. Notice the, the hoodie or rain jacket. Notice the gait and how they're walking. The phone flip and how they're nonchalantly just walking. Appears to be looking at his phone. It appears to be a light color jacket. I think that's very misleading. You see it here. 
It now looks a little bit of a color, darker color jacket. Same individual. We originally called him someone we wanted to talk to. It went to a person of interest. Today we're going to call the same individual a suspect. And you're going to see why in just a moment. Yesterday morning, November 14th, moments before the homicide. Same gait, same walk. Maybe not the same jacket, definitely a hoodie. I repeat, we are now calling this person a suspect and we need to know who this person is. We need someone who is thoughtful, cares, and has the heart and the fortitude and the bravery to step forward and tell us who this person is and give us the identity. I don't need speculation. We don't need profiles. We need names. It's pretty simple. All you have to do is call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-873-TIPS. We know this. We know the reward for information on these four deadly shootings has now skyrocketed to $110,000. Please go to CrimeOnline.com where we have posted all the information, the tip lines, as well as the two videos. I still don't understand why police are not connecting all four when it's clearly the same person, but we've got two connected as of right now. Go to CrimeOnline.com and look at the video, see the tip line, and help us stop the Tampa serial killer from striking again. Let me pause to thank our sponsor, our partner, making our program possible today and our effort to stop the Tampa serial killer. And it is Link AKC. Christmas is right around the corner with all the other holidays. Don't leave your dog out of the fun. Get the Link AKC smart collar. Then you must have a gift, believe it or not. It's backed by the American Kennel Club. The Link AKC collar is a GPS locator and a fitness activity tracker all rolled into one smartphone app. It even has an LED light and temperature sensor. Now, this is what I love. The GPS locator quickly and accurately tells you where your dog is. I've got total peace of mind. I don't have to worry if fat boy's running down the street or chasing or being chased by a car. I can see exactly where he is right on the app. And it doesn't matter how old or out of shape your dog is, whether it's a pure breed or a mutt like mine. Link AKC's activity and wellness tracker shows the exact amount of activity for your dog. It's so easy to set up, which is good for me. Sizes for every dog and super comfy. Keep your little doggy safe, happy, and healthy with the Link AKC Smart Collar. It's the perfect gift for you and your dog, and you can try it risk-free for 90 days. You'll get 30% off and free shipping if you use code NANCY at the LinkAKC.com checkout. Code NANCY at LinkAKC.com. Save 30% and free shipping. You're not going to get that at the pet store. LinkAKC.com. Thank you for all the joy you're bringing to people and their pets, but thank you for being our sponsor today. Did you know that our $20 trillion national debt is estimated to be $40 trillion in the next 12 years? Hi, I'm Scott Carter with PM Capital. A debt train this large can only be headed towards disaster. As we print more and more dollars, we lose more and more buying power. Investors know that it's not what you have, but what you keep. That's why they diversified their portfolios to help keep their buying power strong when the dollar goes weak. PM Capital is in the wealth preservation business. Helping you keep your buying power is our goal. 
Many investors diversified their portfolios and IRAs with gold and silver. Don't be caught on the tracks of the debt train disaster. Diversify today. Our specialists are standing by to help. You hear that train a-coming? Call pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword grace. Don't delay. Call today. That's pound 250 keyword grace. Call pound 250 and say grace. And now we head across the country where police are stymied, Corinth police stymied. They're stuck. They've hit a wall after a young co-ed is found murdered in her car. Now, Amanda Claremont, absolutely gorgeous. She, she looks like a model. Her dream was to become a makeup artist. And she had just created a new Instagram account that showed off all of her work before she was found murdered in a vacant parking lot in Corinth. Now, to Alexis Terezchuk joining me, RadarOnline.com, and John Limley, Crime Stories investigative reporter, what do we know to you, Alexis Terezchuk, what do we know about this area, Corinth? It's about 30 miles north of Dallas. It is, it's a small town, 17,000 people, really just tiny little town north of Dallas. And she was well-known. She had lots of family. Her brother said that, you know, it was a Saturday afternoon. She'd been out with her friends and then they didn't hear from her at all until the police found her body at six o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Now you're telling me the time of death was the afternoon, Alexis. You said Saturday afternoon. The last time that they heard from her, her brother said she'd been out with her friends on a Saturday afternoon. That's when he talked to her. You know, it was just a, a warm sunny day in, in Texas on a Saturday. Well, this town to John Limley, crime stories contributing reporter, is kind of like a sleeper, a bedroom community. It's um, as Alexis Terezchuk was just telling us, just a few miles north of Dallas. It's about seventeen twenty one thousand people, a very low crime rate. She had just posted on Twitter, follow my new makeup Instagram account and support my work, please. Now, they find her. What, you go ahead. Tell me what you know, John. Well, as, as you were saying, Amanda Claremont, 21-year-old student, she fit in perfectly in this little town. A college student who people say was nice to everyone. Uh, she was found dead in a parking lot in this tiny Texas town. And this is the first murder there in nearly two decades. Uh, oh, my police... stars. I didn't know that, John Limley. Absolutely. It had been quite some time. Uh, Corinth police say that she was found shot inside her car. And this was a vacant parking lot off of an interstate. They found her Sunday morning, as has been mentioned. Uh, she was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, back to the town, the, uh, Denton, uh, this town is in Denton County uh, uh, and is really close to the University of North Texas, where Claremont was a senior and she was majoring in religious studies. She's just a beautiful young girl and apparently beautiful on the inside and the outside. Now, what is interesting to me, John Limley, her car headlights were still on and the passenger side door was still open passenger side door open. The fact that her lights were on tell me that she either drove her car there or her car was driven there, carjacked, whatever, when it was still dark. Now, the brother, her brother, last heard from her in the afternoon. We think the late afternoon. Now, you have to take into account 
as Jackie's pointing out right here. It hadn't been long because the battery had not run down yet and the lights were still on. And I think about this all the time. Alexis Teresha, you've got your little boy. The twins, I don't know why they do it. I'm driving them around in a minivan. Even in daylight, they'll be playing in the back of the minivan and they'll turn on the side lights. And, you know, I'll bring them in and I happen to go out to to get the dog or to do this or that. It'll be, you know, 11 o'clock at night. I see the lights on in the back of the van. I'm like, oh, dear Lord in heaven, I've got to get jumped off. But no, the lights are still on, so I guess the car is okay. The lights were still on, Alexis, and the passenger side door was open. Not the driver's side, the passenger side. And another question I have, and I know you don't know the answer to this one because it hasn't been released yet. It says a vacant parking lot. Now, does that mean we're at a Walmart, but nobody's there? Or is it just one of those like dirt lots where people park? Uh, Why was it vacant? And was it near a mall or a store or just kind of out in the middle of nowhere? That's going to reflect. That's going to give me clues, Alexis as to who the killer is. And that's the thing that's so scary. When they say a vacant parking lot, it might mean that there are no cameras around to capture it, but it is. It's the middle of, you know, the night. The sun is just coming up, and she's found shot multiple times. They, in fact, when when she was first found, police wouldn't even release how many times that she had been shot. And so she was just there in the driver's seat, passenger door wide open, abandoned, with car lights on, just it's just a scary thought that this this girl who was just out with her friends hours earlier could be found abandoned in a parking lot. Nobody cared enough to do anything to help her. You know, uh, John Limley, Crime Stories contributing reporter, I've dug a little bit on her. And I learned that, as you told me, she was a senior at University of North Texas. But I also learned that she was raised in Sandwich, Illinois, and moved to Texas about 10 years ago after her mother passed away with cancer. So she is, what, 24 now? Her mom passed away when she was just 10 years old. She uh, attended high school in Frisco, and that she, she was extremely popular and was known for her hair and makeup, always looking beautiful. That was her thing. Like right now, Lucy's thing is guinea pigs and gymnastics. Okay, now I can't even... I don't even know where to go with that, except I can tell you I'm the one cleaning their pen out. All right. So we'll just go with that. Alexis, see what you've got to look forward to. So I'm trying to get an idea about this girl. John Limley with me. Alexis Therese Chuck with me. Dr. Tiffany Sanders with me. Hey, hold on, John. Dr. Tiffany, I always think about, okay, don't laugh. I think about Madonna because, you know, Madonna's mother passed away when she, I think, was about 10 years old. And from that point on, she didn't get along with her dad. There were all sorts of issues, and it it gave her a lot of pain to lose your parent, your mother, at ten. What does that do to someone, Doctor Tiffany? Well, you know, your your mom, your parents essentially are your first teachers. They're your first caregivers. They're they're the one who who help guide you through life. Unfortunately, to lose your mother at such a young age, it can it can throw you off track. It can devastate you. It can cause you to have a lot of anger and resentment. And and for this young lady, it doesn't seem like that was the case. She was loved by everyone. The photos of her, she's beautiful. She was studying religious studies. So it it, it makes it more heartbreaking to know that this is a young lady who was on a good path in life, who loved everyone and was just snuffed out from under us for no apparent reason. It's just tragic, Nancy. And another thing, 
um, John Lumley, a young girl who had already gone through so much, losing a parent, relocating, starting over. Those are hard things that for adults to go through. It's certainly is. And and the uh, friends of Amanda say that she was on the perfect career path for this young woman, that not only was she beautiful, but she could make other people beautiful with hair and makeup. Uh, one former classmate said that her look was very unique, that you did not mistake Amanda for anyone else. Um, Amanda was a senior at the University of North Texas, and the president there released a statement last week saying that uh, their hearts are heavy and the news of the tragic loss of her life has really uh, impacted the campus in a way unimaginable uh, to many people. Claremont's brother, uh, David, actually turned to Twitter uh, on the day of his sister's murder, uh, after her body was discovered, and uh, let everyone know that this was an important life that had been stolen from not only the family, but the friends as well. And the way to have her live on is to never stop loving those family and friends around you. And he ended saying, I love you, Amanda. I have an idea. I have an idea, Alexis Reschuk. Number one, I'm getting a little bit more information that Jackie managed to get through one of her sources. The car was parked up against a fence with the lights on, the passenger door open, up against a fence. So that's giving me a clue about the parking lot. It was a legitimate parking lot, not some just dirt area. Uh, it was a legitimate parking lot, but they're not, I, I don't get a good location. I do know this. It was off Interstate 35 East in Denton County. I know that. Um, officers had stopped to check the car she was in after seeing it parked in a vacant lot. It was along the 5700 block of a highway service road. That's an access road. You know what that says to me? That says to me, you know those little roads that go along the side of an interstate and there might be businesses or just open land there? Somebody had to know about that access road. You kind of have to know how to get back in there. It's just north of Corinth Parkway and we also know that there is a tip line. I think that the way to find this person is to figure out where she was and go back through the last 24 hours of her life. If she was out with friends the afternoon before, who were they? Where were they? Are there surveillance videos? Just let's just say she was at a TGI Fridays. I'm just pulling that out of the sky. They have surveillance video. Who was she with? Who did she leave with? Where did they go? Did that place have a surveillance video? Unless she was carjacked at a red light. She was with somebody, Alexis, and there are clues left behind, Alexis. And that's what the police need to be looking at. They need to find out who she was with. And that's what the brother said. She was out with a group of friends. Maybe these weren't exactly friends of hers. But the fact that you know, they didn't hear from her for hours and hours and that she disappeared all night long. And it, it, nobody's saying they were trying to call her. They didn't say her cell phone wasn't working or anything like that. So maybe they weren't that worried about her because they knew who she was with. This is what I know now. The search for the killer of this beautiful girl goes on. This young girl, Amanda Claremont, with her life before her, already overcoming so many obstacles, was shot dead. Tip line, 940-498-2017. Again, we are following this and bringing you the latest at CrimeOnline.com. Repeat, 940-498-2017. As we search for who took the life of this young girl, I want to thank our partners who are making our program possible today. It's LegalZoom. 
As business owners out there, you know how important it is. You got to keep moving forward. But so often things come up to take your time and focus away from growing your business. When it comes to issues like reviewing contracts, registering trademarks, staying current on permits, fees, contracts, hiring, LegalZoom.com simplifies your life. LegalZoom was created 16 years ago by the brightest minds in law and technology. And they've already helped over 2 million people, million people, business owners, easily and affordably navigate the legal system confidently. Best part, you don't have to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning worried about billable hours piling up behind your back with your firm. You're a law firm. LegalZoom is not a law firm. Instead, you get the advice you need to answer business questions at fixed rates through LegalZoom's nationwide network of independent lawyers. Take pressure off yourself. Go to LegalZoom.com now and take care of business before the year winds down. For special savings, enter code NANCY, N-A-N-C-Y in the referral box at checkout. Code NANCY. Special savings only at LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom. Thank you for helping business owners across America and for being our partner today and also supporting our program, Superbeats. Well, if you're like me, you don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about your circulation, but I can tell you this. When I gave birth to the twins and got blood clots in my lungs, that made me think about circulation. So you really should think about it. And here's why. Good circulation is crucial to energy and stamina. And let me tell you something. Working full-time and raising the twins, I need energy. Now, here's the thing. Good circulation gets oxygen and nutrients flowing through your body so you can exercise longer, you can do more every day, and you recover more quickly when you need to. But what can you do to promote healthy circulation? Okay, get ready. Drink Super Beats. That's right. I said Super Beats. When I first said it, my son thought it was a headset, and my daughter agreed. It's not a headset. Super Beats promotes the body's own natural ability to produce healthy circulation. To increase energy and stamina all day long, Super Beats is made from beets that are grown to very exacting standards. Then they're concentrated into superfood crystals. So if you want to improve your circulation, call 800-516-0683 or go to nancysbeets.com. Now listen to this. With the first order, you get an extra 30-day supply of Super Beats free, plus these indicator strips that show you how Super Beats is working for you, plus free shipping. Now, there's a deal. Go to nancysbeats.com or call 800-516-0683. I'm all about increasing my energy, and I love Super Beats. And I want to thank Super Beats for being with us today and being our partner. Charles Manson is dead. That much we know. But nobody has claimed his body yet. And believe it or not, a GoFundMe drive started to raise money for an elaborate funeral for Charles Manson. I got a pretty good idea who's going to claim that body. Satan, Beelzebub, one of the devil's minions. That's the only one I can think of because all of his best friends are still behind bars. With me, Dr. Tiffany Sanders, psychologist, joining us from Chicago, Cheryl McCollum, crime scene investigator and director of the Cold Case Institute, and also with me, joining me, Radar Online's investigative reporter, Alexis Terezchuk. First of all, Alexis, whose bright idea was it to start a GoFundMe? Now, you know, just last week I was talking about a GoFundMe for um, a guy whose son was shot in the, vet, in the church shooting. 
the Somerville, Texas church shooting. And then, believe it or not, Alexis, his house burned down. He had nothing but the shirt on his back. Um, now, there somebody started a GoFundMe to raise money for Charles Manson. Alexis, tell me about the GoFundMe, please. So it's this guy who is actually remaining anonymous right now, but he claims he's been a pen pal. I bet he is. I bet he is, Alexis. <laughs> he, he claims he's been a pen pal of Charles Manson's for about 20 years now, and he set up the GoFundMe page, and he said, you know, Charles Manson deserves a bar- a proper burial, I believe it was the exact thing, and, and he's going to have a headstone, and people can either come and grieve or deface it, is what he said. So he wanted to actually raise money, and he did. He raised about $1,000. People donated money. Oh, my goodness. People are actually donating money. Okay, this is about uh, the funeral expenses of Notorious Cult leader Charles Manson. Now, we have information that that person is actually a friend of Charles Manson's grandson, Jason Freeman. That's what we've been told. Um, And I have reason to believe that that is true. Already raised a thousand bucks, according to uh, news outlets in New York, to pay the legal travel and burial fees for Manson's body. Now, right now, the body is being held at the Kern County Coroner's. That's what we know so far. Let me ask you something to Dr. Tiffany Sanders. And, you know, Cheryl, I I'm, I'm really want to hear about evidence because, you know, that's all I care about outside the twins. But... Dr. Tiffany Sanders, you've got to help me. Now, guys, Dr. Tiffany Sanders, our psychologist, very well-known psychologist, as a matter of fact, out of Chicago, why would anyone attach themselves now to Charles Manson to try to stage some sort of elaborate funeral for him? Explain that thinking, if you could dare to crawl into that nut's head. Right. Most of us that are of sane mind wouldn't even want to be connected with a serial killer who had who committed these egregious crimes. But there are a group of people who, who really seek out fame, who seek out notoriety, who want to be connected with individuals like him. And so they are fueling their own self-interest, uh, <laughs> later leading to some opportunity for fame and recognition. And for us who are saying, we're like, you know what, get this creep out of here bury him not even six feet, 12 feet under, or incinerate his body. But there are some individuals who would just rather stay connected and keep this man uh, life and, and his beliefs and his, his actions still alive. It's ridiculous. You know, it's very interesting about this guy. Um, Cheryl McCollum, I want you to hear this and get your take on it. This guy that allegedly has been raising money for an elaborate funeral for Charles Manson said it is his family obligation to take Manson's body. He, Freeman, guy raising the money, uh, I think his name is Jason Freeman, says that, are, are you ready? That he will not sit back and let them I don't know who them is, throw Charles Manson away like trash. He says it's going to be a lot of money, but there are people that want to contribute. He also says, Cheryl McCollum, that he has next of kin status. And (laughs) he says, in addition to not letting them throw Manson away like trash, he says Manson's whole life, he lived with the pain of feeling, the pain of feeling unclaimed. And we must not let this happen in death. Together, 
we can help Jason bring his grandfather home and prove to the world Charles Manson was loved and will be claimed. Okay, now hold on, hold on. Now this is what I'm getting out of Vibe, you know, the website Vibe. Now there's more to it. Freeman is the son of Charles Manson Jr., Okay, it was Charles Manson's only known child with his wife, Rosalie, who, of course, divorced him. Now, it also says the notorious killer later had two other sons. I did not know that about Charles Manson. Now, Freeman's father, who was behind this fundraising activity, his father actually changed his name to try to get away from his connection to Charles Manson, but then later committed suicide. So Charles Manson's son and namesake committed suicide, and now his grandson reportedly is behind raising money for some staging some sort of a memorial or funeral for Charles Manson. Cheryl McCollum, what about that? First and foremost, anytime I hear Charles Manson and family in the same sentence, I get a little creeped out. Second of all, my concern is going to be the folks that crave this murderabilia. What are they actually going to do? I mean, Nancy, there are people that will buy strands of hair. There were people that will buy anything connected to this man. And I'm just concerned that now that we don't have son of Sam laws anymore, that they may be actually trying to turn a profit. Now, how could they do that? Could they do that by if they claimed his body? And, and I am hypothesizing here. They haven't said this. But if they claimed his body, they could get locks of his hair. Sure. They could get everything belonging to him. And I worked for a long time with a friend of mine named Andy Kahn. Do you remember him, Cheryl McCollum? We love Andy and, Kahn. Yeah, and he is out of the Houston Mayor Victims' Rights Office. Right. And he actually inspired me, Andy Kahn did, to write chapters in my first book, Objection, about murderabilia. I titled it Blood Money. Yeah. Where people actually get a killer's, okay, I, I, I almost hate to say this, but it's the truth, toe clippings, where they yeah. cut their toenails, their yeah. hair, I mean, whatever can be connected to them, a stamp that they licked, ugh, anything, and they I mean, sell think it. Think how sick this could get. For example, if they get him and he's in an open casket, they could sell tickets, take a selfie with Charlie. Okay, Cheryl... Thank you for that thought. Okay, I'm going to have that in my head. Actually, I'm going to try to picture your face and not mine leaned over Manson's casket getting a a selfie. Okay, but you know, the the reality is Dr. Tiffany Sanders, as bizarre as that sounds, it's actually possible. Right. You know, the idea of people taking pictures with the body, uh, hair, toenail clippings, you know, the, 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 the need for any of this memorabilia to sit on their mantle in their home uh, is just in the it, it's no, disgusting. No, Dr. Tiffany, it is, stop it. A picture it's of absolutely disgusting. You with a selfie with Charles Manson in his casket. Oh, stop it. But, stop but it. Stop it. Bragging rights for Nancy. That is just bragging rights. These are what people want. They want. Look what I have. Look what you look what I have. Come over my house. Again, attention seeking. The idea that this can generate a, attention Ugh. and fame for them. That's what they're seeking after. Alexis Terrestrial Radar Online dot com. Alexis murderabilia has happened so many times in the past. Now, this is a good thing. Now, to correct me if I'm wrong, Alexis, GoFundMe stopped, pulled the plug on the fundraising site set up to help Manson and help his grandson travel and burial expenses or whoever was behind it after the $1,000. But 
now they've turned to fundraising on PayPal. Ugh, Alexis, help me. You're 100% right. They did. GoFundMe shut it down. They actually have a pretty good reputation for cutting out the gross stuff GoFundMe does. But they persisted, and the guy is now trying to raise money on PayPal, asking for this. But he only has 10 days. He He's really running up against a time limit here. He's got about, I think, one, two days left. So if he doesn't get this money, hopefully – well, the, the process is – the prison will cremate Manson's body. So there will not be any chances for selfies with Charles Manson. That's so gross. I mean, unless it's claimed. Unless it is claimed. Now catch this. What does this mean, Alexis? And tell me if this is true or not. I understand that the grandson, Jason Freeman, never got the chance to meet Manson before he died. After decades behind bars. But he said he tried to visit Manson in prison. When, his, uh, when Manson was having some type of gastrointestinal problems back in January, but Manson refused to meet his own grandson. What, what's that all about? Is that true, Alexis? You're exactly right. The grandson was never able to meet Manson, and he did try. This year was the first one of the first times Manson ever left the prison. He was rushed to the hospital in January, January 6th, and had some gastrointestinal issues. We actually thought this was the end. Everybody thought this was the end, that Manson was not going to make it. He, he lasted, you know, another miserable 11 months. And so the grandson has never met him. He tried. Manson refused. And he still, still wants to get his his grandfather's body and keeps talking about how he wants to, to do things the right way for this man who was the mastermind behind one of the worst slaughters in American history, which is such a dark, evil crime. Cheryl McCollum, the grandson, says, quote, If we can't raise money with GoFundMe, we'll find another way. It will definitely be a group effort. It's not just one person. It's a lot of people holding hands. Okay, you know what? While they're holding hands and singing Kumbaya and trying to stage an elaborate funeral for Charles Manson. Can you refresh our recollection, Cheryl McCollum, and tell me what happened the night that Sharon Tate was slaughtered? Oh, Lord, Nancy, those crime scene photographs, if anybody has had a chance to see them, you have this young, beautiful woman who is eight months pregnant, and, you know, these killers go into her house and literally slaughter her. Um, And and Nancy, let me just go back a second, because I think this is what is really bothering me about this whole GoFundMe and proper burial and things they're claiming. Again, there's a reason they don't want him cremated. They want that body. And I'm telling you, it's for profit. It's for gain. It has nothing to do with their belief system. It is, I'm telling you, monetary. And, you know, my gut feeling tells me somebody's going to come forward like a Marilyn Manson. And they're going to come up with the money and they're going to do something horrific, like put that casket in him in their music video. I'm just telling you, it's going to be something sinister, just like his life. His death is going to be no different. It's going to be appalling and it's going to be pathetic and it's going to be deliberate. And once again, the victims are lost here. I mean, nobody talks about Sharon Tate anymore. Everybody now is talking about him. And, you know, to me, as much as we can shut all of it down, we should. You know, I'm thinking about what you're saying, Cheryl. And I'm thinking about if you want your grandparents or your, if you want Charles Manson's remains, why don't you want them cremated? Why don't you want them in an urn? Uh, why can't you claim them after a cremation unless what you just said is true? I mean, I, I, I don't know this, but I'm wondering 
what he wants to do with the body. Cheryl? Well, there's no question. I mean, to me, Nancy, it's going to become one of those places if they bury this man and they put a huge tombstone somewhere, it's going to be where those types of followers, people that um, the Helter Skelter groups that are still, you know, active all the time and things like that, they're going there. And they'll take a piece of the headstone and they'll gather on his birthday and they'll gather on the day that he died. And it's going to be one of those cult followings that we can't stop. What needs to happen, in my opinion, is he should be cremated. And, you know, the family can do whatever they want with the ashes. But, you know, it should be scattered here and yon where nobody has to, a place where they can go to and, and, and give him any more publicity than he deserves. But, well, Cheryl, what I'm thinking about is the slaughter, the horrible slaughter of those innocent people and the baby that was just days away from being born and them writing on the walls with the victim's blood. Yep. That That's what I'm remembering. And I don't want to see Charles Manson glorified, except in hell, of course. I want to take this moment and thank our partner for making our program possible today. And it is Circle. Circle. Circle with Disney. You know, it's so easy to just read a script going through all of the features, but I want to talk parent to parent. You know, we all know the Internet has so much to offer our children. They're going to grow up only knowing a world with the Internet. That's not the way we grew up, but there are parts, corners of the Internet you don't want your children going to. It's hard enough to monitor what your children are up to online 24-7-365. There is an endless list of complicated, technical, expensive solutions that require an IT tech pro to come install hardware and software on your home. That affects everybody in the family. But there's an answer. It's Circle with Disney. It's a little device designed for families to manage content and time online for all the devices in your home. You can filter content, set up time limits. You can even set a bedtime. It's easy to set up, which is good for me. And everybody in the family can have their own setting. And that way your children don't end up in scary parts of the Internet where you don't want them to be. But mom and dad can still use the Internet to get their work done. I mean, I certainly don't want my children researching the spots I'm on where I'm researching heinous crimes. I don't want them there. So long story short, this is what you do with Circle Disney. You keep them safe, but you still use the internet as you wish. Use offer code Nancy at circlewithnancy.com to get $10 off your circle plus free shipping. Again, circlewithnancy.com, offer code Nancy. Circlewithnancy.com, offer code Nancy, $10 off your circle and free shipping. Circle, I want to thank you for making the Internet a safer place for my two 10-year-olds. And I want to thank you for being a partner with us today. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. <laughs> 